Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. AC Sparky, 5 for 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Time Out live from the Wendy's studios. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Get yourself a free Frosty. Just had a chocolate one myself over the weekend. Within 24 hours at any participating Wisconsin Wendy's, when the Bucks win, you win. Being joined now by our guy Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Can hear him, of course, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 here on 1250 AM. The fan follow him on Twitter at Sports Ryder. Anytime we get Bill Ryder on, we got to talk about uh, the NBA at this point. And your thoughts, I guess, Bill, on uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, who have been playing without Chris Middleton for majority of the year, and Drew Holiday in and out of the lineup uh, as well to this point. Yeah, I mean, Sparky, what's up, dude? Great, great to be on. I still, I was having this argument actually with a buddy of mine who works for a, a Western Conference team. I still think Milwaukee, for me, is the favorite to come out of the East when, I think, you know, it's when, not if they get healthy. They haven't played well lately, and there's been some, some weird, as you guys know, lackadaisical Giannis play going on, but they know how to win an NBA championship. I'm a huge believer when they get everybody out there, they're going to be markedly better. We know Drew Holiday on the floor makes them a much better team, especially especially defensively. I know the East is really crowded, and there's probably four, maybe five teams that are good enough to come out of the Eastern Conference when we get to April playoffs. But I still think Giannis is the best player on the face of the earth, and when you've got that and you've already won a championship, if you're healthy, you're right in this thing. Obviously, everybody buys the Boston Celtics. I think there is some debate on people buying the Brooklyn Nets at this point. What are your thoughts there? I don't buy Brooklyn. You know, like I, I like Cleveland on the outside looking into that conversation. I think Philly has the potential to be really good. You're, you're right. Celtics are, are an extraordinary team. I am an absolute doubter in the, the Brooklyn Nets, and I could be proven wrong. I know how talented they are. I know uh, a few years ago they were a Kevin Durant shoe, correct shoe size away from, from maybe actually getting themselves to an NBA Finals. But I don't think that they're good enough defensively consistently enough I don't believe in Kyrie Irving he is a literally he's a net negative on every team he's played on since he's left Cleveland with Durant out forever long he's out three or four more weeks whatever it may be with this team looking really lackluster without him and just my belief that they don't have the right chemistry in that locker room when the postseason comes around I think Sparky they can beat anybody I think they can beat anybody in a seven game series I don't think they can beat everybody. I do not think they can win 16 postseason games. Bill, how important do you think uh, experience is for coaching when you get to the NBA playoffs or the NBA finals? My my one and 
only knock probably on Boston at this point is the inexperience at the head coaching position. And while people doubted uh, Mike Boonholzer forever, he wins a championship two years uh, moving forward. Now Bucks fans doubting uh, Mike Boonholzer yet again. But still, he did win a championship, went through the gauntlet t- to get there. How much uh, emphasis do you put on coaching when you get to the playoffs? I think it's, it's a great question. I think it's incredibly significant, right? So my, my sort of hesitancy with telling you that the Sixers, I think, are, 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 are interesting in this conversation is I don't believe in Doc Rivers in the playoffs. Correct. But it's not an experience issue, right? It's, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. I think coaching is critical. I'm not, I think excellence is more important than, than time on the floor. Nick Nurse is a really good example of that. Great coach. It certainly helped to, yeah. to get Kawhi Leonard. But it's not like that guy had been coaching for 15 years or 10 years in the NBA. So I think it's – so when you talk about Joe Mazzulla in Boston, I think it's, a, it's just one of these known unknowns. We're, we're aware that he's incredibly well-regarded. He's clearly young. There have been inconsistencies with this Boston team, but their ceiling has been, especially offensively, has been extraordinary even compared to last year under Ime Odoka. We're just not sure yet. We don't know yet, and we know this, but we don't know what he's about and how he handles a very different tactical battle when it's every other night or you know every three nights playing the same team over and over again in postseason basketball. But I can tell you people around the NBA think of two or three years from now, he's one of the best coaches in the game, and the question is thrust into this job now, is he able to do it at this point when April rolls around? That's, that's the question mark. Bill, what about the Western Conference? I, I saw your predictions on your Twitter account. Uh, you had the Warriors and Bucks in the finals. That was the exact same finals I predicted uh, before the year as well. I, I was a believer in the Warriors. I'm not necessarily off of that bandwagon yet because I think they still have enough talent uh, to get there. Where are you on them? Yeah, actually, so what, if, if I had to predict today, that would be my prediction still. It would still be Warriors-Bucks, and I actually feel better about the Golden State part of that than I do the Milwaukee part. I think I think the field is a lot more formidable out east than it is out west. Now they obviously got to stay healthy, but let's presume that that Steph Curry can stay on the floor. The young guys have started to, to play better. Yep. Whatever impact, and I think it's real that Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the face. You know, noted home, not a, not a good idea, kids. Um, I mean that. I think that has started to subside a little bit. We've seen uh, Peel play much. Much, much pool. Did I say Jordan Peele? I just watched that movie with my kids. No pool. Um, yeah. Much, yeah, yeah, much, much better. I just watched Nope with my ten-year-old. Also, to parents at home, not a great idea. Um, he's been he's been markedly improved. If Steph's out there, they're the best team in the NBA, and they're they're box score plus minus in terms of when their starting five is out there. When Steph is healthy and Wiggins is healthy, and you pull them with the three other guys, they are by far in much fewer minutes the best team in the NBA. And I don't think there's anybody in the West that I trust. Denver's defense is atrocious. Phoenix seems washed is strong, but there's certainly people around the NBA who think Chris Paul is washed. We know the Lakers aren't formidable. We just go down the list. Zion's not a reliable a reliable guy, and even if he is, we haven't seen them do it. And I love the C.J. McCollum edition. Sacramento's been really interesting. They're not going to be winning an NBA championship this year. So, I, yeah, I, I love the – and everybody needs their star to be healthy. If Steph remains healthy the rest of the way, I love the Warriors to come out of the West. So if we're right, if it's Bucks and Warriors uh, in the finals, more than likely neither team will have the league MVP on it. Yeah, that's true, and I have a vote. So it's interesting. Probably not, and I know that most of my buddies who also vote totally disagree with this. I'm not convinced yet. I mean, if the season ended today, I'd be convinced. And certainly, like, Jokic would get my vote today if it ended. Uh, but And I know a lot of people would vote for Luka. 
I think there's a long ways to go. And I think, like, where people finish is, in terms of their teams would be really significant. And I'll tell you this, Sparky, here's, like, insight into my thinking last year. I mean, I labor over this vote. I take it really seriously. I call a bunch of people. It's a responsibility. And I voted for – I went Jokic one last year, Giannis two, and Embiid three. And I pushed the – you know, it's online, right? You do it in a portal. And I pushed vote. And I, I won't say regretted it, but I had second thoughts the moment I did that. I was so torn between Giannis and Jokic, and Park is Giannis when he's at his best is a is a literally the, can be the best player in the NBA offensively and defensively. And I think where teams finish is significant. So if Denver falls off, and I think they could, and the Bucks say win the Eastern Conference, which they're not doing right now, but if they got there. It could be honest for me. If Dallas surges and wins the West, I think it could be Luka. I mean, for those of you that gamble at home, if, if the Philly plays extraordinarily well and it's really crowded in the East, I think Embiid's still a dark horse. So it's not decided for me yet, and I think the narratives can change depending on what happens over the next six or seven weeks. Let's talk about Luka for a second. When Jason Kidd was the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, and by the time the, his time was done in Milwaukee, he was hated by Bucks fans. Uh, I, I always bring up that he deserves a lot of credit uh, for where Giannis developed, not only for giving him the ball and kind of letting him run the offense a little bit, but also making the introductions to Kevin Garnett, to Kobe Bryant, to Steve Nash, and letting those relationships work themselves out that I think really helped develop Giannis's mentality of what he plays with today and his work ethic and so forth came from those relationships that Jason Kidd uh, helped to provide him. Uh, Luca now playing at this high level, how good of a coach do you think Jason Kidd is? Boy, that's a great question. I agree. By the way, I, I think so. I'm up to the minds of Jason Kidd, and you're right. And I'll throw in Gary Payton, who I know sure. who, who who flew out to Milwaukee a bunch, right, just to like be around. I remember he because he's the first guy because I worked with him at the time at Fox, who came back and was like, "Oh my God, this kid's going to be a top two player in the game." And that was when that was a like a holy help kind of comment. I don't love Jason Kidd, the in-game coach. He, as I'm sure you guys know in that market, um, there's a lot of internal politics that he engages in that I think are unnecessary and, and can be sort of can be detrimental to the, the, the flow and the chemistry and the vibe of a front office and, a, and an organization. But I think he is, to, use, to your point, he is an extraordinary raiser of and mentor to young talent. And some of that is he commands obvious respect. The guy was is a Hall of Famer and is an extraordinary, was an extraordinary talent player in his own right. He connects with guys on a, on a level that's hard to that have that kind of skill if you haven't played the game at a really high level. And as you said, he has a ton of relationships that he, that he absolutely leans into. I think he is, it's like in football, right? Like if you're a certain program, sometimes you need a coach to get you to a bowl games, and then you need the next coach to take you to the next level. For me, that's who Jason Kidd is. I think he's a really good coach if you've got young talent because he's going to work really hard to teach them the right habits as a winner. But once that young dude, Giannis, Luca, whoever, reaches that level of absolute superstardom and Kidd's a part of that, I'm not sure I'm confident he's tactically good enough to compete with some of the other coaches you're going to see in the postseason. My NBA uh, guy for that would be Doug Collins. I always thought Doug Collins was, oh, yeah. was that type of coach. He can get you from point A to point B, make you competitive, make you relevant, but can't ever get his team over the hump necessarily at the end. That's a great – poor Doug Collins. Yeah, like the guy that it, – it, it's a skill, and you don't get credit for it in the history books. The guy that fixes the organization, right, gets yep. the, some of the young players playing the right way, teaches them how to be pros, which is something we assume that you should just do, but it's not easy. It's just not an easy thing, especially when there's so much wealth and so much pressure day one. You're right. Like, Doug Collins is a perfect example. And then Collins would, like, burn the people out around him, right, because they would become – a little bit of a burnout factor, and they they sort of 
almost outgrew him. I think there's a similar, yeah, it's a great comparison with, with Kid. Yeah. One last question for you. If I put you in charge of the L.A. Lakers for the next three years, what would you do? Well, I'd be running out of town because I would um, I would wait until Anthony Davis were healthy and I would trade him Agreed. when his when his value is high. Yep. Um, LeBron is tricky politically because he's going to leverage the hell out of you. But I, I would probably try to go to LeBron and just say, look, we're going to rebuild. It's what we're going to do. You yep. can leak. You can be angry. You have every right. But that's what we're going to do. So you want to be here. We want you to be here. You don't. You don't have to be. But Sparky, I want him there. And I like LeBron. I've covered LeBron. He's complicated. I don't want him to impact my culture. Kind of like Kobe Bryant at the end of his career. Like Kobe was amazing. I don't think Kobe was a good influence on the Brandon Ingrams and the guys that he was around because he wanted to win and they were trying to grow a young team. But I'm, I'm rebuilding. I'm not trading those two picks. I'm trying to, think, to get things in return. And, and like, I'll go quick because I know this is long. I, for me, the idea of the Lakers attract everybody in free agency is just false. They, they've gotten LeBron, and before that, the one impact player they got in free agency was a long time ago in Shaquille O'Neal. And, and I'm glad of this, the way the CBA works now, see Milwaukee, markets that are smaller from the part of the country I'm from, from the Midwest, have a better, uh, have, they have better luck retaining their stars, which is bad for places like the Lakers. You've got to build the right way. I'm starting over. Yep, that's exactly what I would do. That's why we always uh, agree so much. I love it. Uh, <laughs> follow him on Twitter, at SportsWriter, Bill Ryder. Listen to him weekday mornings here on 1250 AM, The Fan, from 9 to 11. A great show. And it's not just NBA. They talk NFL. They talk all sports. But I love talking NBA with my guy, Bill Ryder. Bill, thanks so much for coming on, man. appreciate it. Brother, anytime. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.